I've had so many women ask me how to optimize the images for their website. They don't even know where to start and they don't know what tools that they need to use to do that. They don't know the dimensions and they don't know how to speed up their website by optimizing the images. So I want to enable you to be able to do that. I've even been offered money to do it for other people and really it's super simple. It's just because they don't know what to do that they think they have to outsource it. So I'm going to save you money today by giving you the tools to be able to do this really quickly. Welcome everyone to the Breast Hustle Podcast, where we talk all things women, women in business, leadership and women's health. Hosted by Rachel Whittaker, owner and amazing inventor of the one-handed bra, Bra Easy. A podcast where she shares her journey on building a lingerie brand with a difference. And now, here's your host, Welcome back everybody to The Breast Hustle with me, Rachel Whitaker. And I've decided we're going to have a real pivot on the topics and how I structure these podcasts. So I hope you like the changes. And I'm just going to give you stuff. So I thought, why not? Let's give a whole lot of information to you guys that you can go to my website and download and enjoy so you've got reference material. So in this podcast series, you're going to be able to walk away with the ability to create, the ability to post them on multiple platforms, the ability to put stuff on your website that's optimized so that your website is fast because that's the goal. We don't want to take up people's time when they're searching for things on our websites, do we? You're not interested in in how you can make your images better for all of those different platforms, including your website, then you don't need to listen to me. If you think that you need to do it better, then I'm going to show you the simplest framework that you can go and implement straight away. And then you'll be able to do it anytime of the day or night, because that's the way we work, isn't it? We work 24-7, us ladies, that's, uh, yeah, it happens. So the reason I picked this topic today and when I dug into it, I thought this actually needs to be a series because there's so much information and I want to keep these podcasts really short for you. When I get uh, questions from girlfriends about resolution size and how to optimize images and what's the best dimensions to be able to post on Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter and LinkedIn and the list goes on of all of the different places that you want to post to to help promote your business. So what could I do to help you to walk away with the skills to be able to do that? So I felt like the first part, the starting part needs to be for you on how to create those images in a way that you can use them on multiple platforms. So this podcast today is all about how to the how-tos of creating your images. So I think you're going to find this super interesting. There's lots of information and I've also put an infographic on my website so you can go and download that for free. I just want to offer you great value so that you guys go away with the skills that you need to be able to build and post and manage your businesses and understand the mechanics in the background. So let's get started on the how-tos of images. So let's get started with Facebook. Now, Facebook is a little bit 
fiddly because it actually has different size images for different postings. So one of the things you need to consider with Facebook posting of images is always about whether it's horizontal, vertical, whether it's a link or it's in a story. Because of those, the dimensions are often really different. And so one of the things that I usually encourage people to do is try and take a generic uh, ratio for your images so that at least you can use them in most of those instances. And it's a little bit of cropping in the tools for Facebook publishing that you can do really quickly. But let's get the image in the right format for you to use. And some people get really confused with, should I use a JPEG? Should I use a PNG? Now, JPEG is used multiple times everywhere on most platforms. It's really simple. A PNG is used for things like removing the background so that it looks invisible. So you have just a portion of that and you could use that for text. So I've used that in a brand and, and I put an invisible background on it. So then when I publish that PNG anywhere, it actually just looks like the words. So that's how that's done. It's a PNG file. It is a really big file. So it's not something that you would want to use everywhere. If you put all of your images on your website as PNGs, they're going to be massive files. It is going to work really slowly and it's going to take a long time. So you don't want to do that. You actually need to optimize and put it as a JPEG. So how do we optimize? That's the big question. And so I use a tool called Adobe Photoshop. I find it really easy to use. It took me a little while to learn all of the nuances of Photoshop and how it works. It's quite simple to put up the dimensions of the pixel size that you want of the image to start off with. So you set that parameter up front. It makes it really easy going forward. When you export out, you use Web Legacy because that is the smallest file type as a JPEG that you can possibly save so that if you're using that image on your website, your website's still really fast. When you're uploading these things and, and posting them on different platforms, often the size of the file isn't a big deal. So you don't really need to optimize it to put it up on Facebook or Instagram. However, having said that, you do want everything to be fast. So why don't you just export it the one time in a format that you can use both on your website and all of your socials and get the best result. I think that's probably the simplest thing to do. So dimensions, we're talking about this is the PX that you see everywhere when you're using these different tools. Another one that you can use for uh, small JPEGs is tiny P J P JPG which is great for just putting your photo up there. It will reduce it and you'll get the same resolution. So it's nice and clear and like crystal clear. When you are changing those resolutions, that's when you can make things a bit blurry, a little bit grainy. It's that quality that you're looking for that you want from these tools so that when you put it up on your socials, it looks nice and crystal clear. So don't fall for the let's make it 12kb size and it's an awful blurry image that's not going to help you at all 
Now, when we're looking at Facebook, if you want a horizontal image, you're looking at 1200 by 628 pixels. That typically will go across multiple areas of Facebook so that you can be confident that you don't have to do too much once you've actually uploaded the image. For Instagram, you stick with the square 1080 by 1080 pixels. And for Pinterest, it's 1000 by 1500 pixels. Websites depends on what you're trying to post for. So if it's a product image, you might want to keep it small by 600 by 600, for instance, which is also another great one that you can use on Instagram. They will resize it because it's a square. If you do it too small and then you go to put it up on Instagram, you might find it's a bit blurry. So it will just stretch it to those dimensions on that platform. When you're doing it on your website, you've got control of the size of the image. It can be small, large, medium. On most of the platforms, you can put it in that way. So it's just things to consider about where you're going to put the image on, what you're going to use it for, and can you use that image across multiple platforms and how to do that. And sometimes the call out is these platforms change. So, so rude. Just check it every year to make sure that they are the current dimensions that you should be using. Another thing to consider is whether or not you put your branding on it. Do you need a watermark on that image? Do you need to consider copyright? Are people going to try and take your photo and repost it on other platforms? So just to put a little brand in the corner sometimes is great, but you might not want that, want that on everything. So just consider where you're posting it. One of the other tools that you can use when you're looking at these images, you can use the same image over and over again by putting a color overlay over the top. It gives it a different feel. You can make things black and white, which sometimes can really stand out. And it's all about the message you're trying to convey. So what I recommend is don't fiddle too much with your image in the first instance. Consider that just before you post it. So if you're enjoying our podcast, make sure that you like and subscribe and share it with your friends because we're going to be bringing basically a masterclass to you on the how-tos of content creation. I want to enable you to be so successful and to never ever have to ask another person to optimize your images for you because you can do it yourself. You could still ask them, but it's not because you have to. It's because you haven't got time. So thank you for the follows and shares and likes. And um, I'm really encouraged by this topic. This is going to be so much fun to get in and do this masterclass of content creation. Very high level because I could honestly talk for the year on this one subject. And that I think it would get a bit boring and it's a bit too much. So thank you guys for sharing and following. And uh, be sure to subscribe and go ahead and download that that uh, infographic to use as reference material i hope you enjoy it and next week we're gonna do video catch you later